0: hi i'm scott
1: hi i'm casey and this is frequent flighters a
0: podcast curated by two people with a passion for local beer wine
1: and other extracurriculars
0: who tour all the tasting scene has to offer
1: ordering flights from independent brewers winemakers or
0: whatever's throughout
1: greater san diego
0: an epicenter for craft beverage culture Just above the northeast corner of Balboa Park sits North Park, which is probably one of the most popular and lively neighborhoods in San Diego, where the streets in every direction are lined with a bunch of local small businesses like coffee roasters, taco shops, brunch spots, bars, breweries, bookstores, live music venues, and more. You name it, North Park has got it.
1: In this episode, we found ourselves at the heart of this hipster haven, near the intersection of 30th Street and University Avenue, at Bivouac Ciderworks, which boasts one of the best cider tap rooms in Southern California.
0: All right, so Bivouac Ciderworks, what was the reason that, that we chose this location?
1: Well, we actually happened to try their pumpkin cider at the Sono Chili Fest, which is one of our favorite events that we happen to go to every year. I think it was our third year attending the Chili Fest, and they were one of the competitors that had entered a chili. I heard people raving about it in different crowds as people were walking around and doing some sampling. People were people were buzzing about the bivouac chili.
0: But the line was so long, and I skipped it. And I I tried plenty of chilies. Yeah, you kind of regret that, unfortunately. No, but the next day, what did you tell me that you found out?
1: I found out they were the winners
0: yeah they won yeah, they, they won, won the chili they fest they had won so... above
1: all of the other chilies
0: after we realized that they won the chili fest, like I was like, we got to go try this chili, and also let's do a flight. Let's, let's give try their out, cider. Yeah, to we, try. we know not? we like their pumpkin one, so let's go go to right. bivouac and, and try it out.
1: Their pumpkin cider yeah. was really flavorful. It had some really nice spices to it. It wasn't. It was. Good. It wasn't too sweet. We weren't taking yeah. notes at the time, but no, it was certainly good. not. But it, it caught my, it caught our attention. Definitely. So
0: we, we went there. It, it was. It, it's really cool. It's like an outdoorsy cabin like situation. I really like that. And we actually ended up trying yeah, sort
1: of like a camping outdoor adventure theme yeah, to the like whole their, vibe to their the whole motto is like motif. embrace
0: your adventure or something right. like that right. so it's all about outdoors but we ended up um taking doing a flight and it was actually a flight of eight we ended up getting two seasonals that were on the menu at the time uh so so the very first one that we tried was the true lovers and this actually was the true the-
1: lovers rose cider
0: yes it's it's the only cider that was above six percent so going forward I won't re-mention how strong they were because all of them were the same six percent except for this except first for one this we tried thing, which is yeah. the true lovers which like you said it's a rose style cider and so it, it combines both apple and pear for the cider portion but they they along add along
1: with yes da, da, da,
0: Riesling and Cabernet
1: ooh Ooh, now I'm interested. So it makes perfect Bing-go, sense why it would be a little baby. bit stronger because they're adding
0: wine to it.
1: And makes sense why they would call it a rose style cider, because it actually has has wine in in the whole in the whole formula. And so it has a nice, really nice crisp dryness that really yeah. caught my attention.
0: So so on this one, um, I, I I noticed right away it had this beautiful pale pink color. And then beautiful um, color. It'd a, be
1: nice to serve in a pretty glass yeah, for someone. And
0: and it, it's a bit of I don't know if you got this, but I got a bit of wilted rose aroma on the nose i it's in in my opinion like
1: i definitely got some floral notes on the aroma so i'll agree with that wholeheartedly
0: R- yeah right out of the gate i i this is great this first one i tried i really was impressed we were uh, yeah it, it's perfectly- they had our attention
1: from the out of the gate yeah for sure
0: it's to me, it was perfectly dry and delicious and not as sweet as your typical cider. So cider, you know, alcoholic or otherwise, it's always, they're always really sweet, which, you know, is an acquired taste. Some people really like it sweet, but I I, pref- I prefer the dry.
1: They consider this their driest availability in terms of cider. So they have a dry, semi-dry, semi-sweet and sweet. Right. This is their, this is in the dry range.
0: But it all, it had this perfect pink apple flavor and a, and a brilliant tannic finish from the wine grapes. It I, I really enjoy it. Little- nice
1: nice tannic acidity on the finish definitely agree with some things that you already said it definitely had a nice perfumey floral note and a bit of a like a yeastiness almost that you would pick up when you are smelling a champagne so that's really cool that it reminded me of that Um, or sparkling wine of course it has a really beautiful delicate mouthfeel nice slightly creamy finish which you would also possibly pick up in a champagne it kept reminding me of such a thing and then as you said it had some beautiful pink apple notes i got a little bit of a grassy A grassy taste and floral notes from it as well and um overall it was it was lovely it was really impressive and i would also say it's it'd be great to serve to someone in a beautiful crystal glass or goblet or something because it is such a beautiful jewel tone pale pink color it would be very presentation wise would really add something to any table or uh, event
0: All right. So next up was the Albright. And this is a traditional style pear cider. So not so not your your apple, but traditional in the sense as far as pear ciders are concerned. Okay. Now this one um, had that dull pale straw color that you typically would find with most plain apple or pear ciders. I definitely picked up some vanilla and cinnamon notes um, on the nose, but but the flavor profile was actually really sweet with a tart kind of fruity green apple finish. What did you think of it?
1: I thought it was quite a bit sweeter. They consider it a semi-dry in their cider lineup, this Albright pear cider, but for me, it was quite a bit sweeter than the True Lovers, the one we previously enjoyed. I would agree with you in terms of some great uh, spice notes on both the palate and the opening Opening flavors, I got some nice cinnamon notes, some nice sage, and maybe a little bit of a mint note. I got there, so it's pleasant. If you like, if you're into the sweeter ciders and you love a traditional pear cider, this might be uh, something you would be should yeah, have it, on your flight there. Yeah. When
0: most people order ciders, they're honestly actually looking for something a little sweeter, so it's it's actually more common than than not. You know what I mean?
1: And to um and again, I found it to have a really nice refined um sparkling mouthfeel t- to it. So it also was really pleasant in terms of that, being less sweet than your traditional like English pub ciders but having and having a refined mouthfeel with that pear flavor happening too.
0: Perfect transition with the English pub cider because the mm-hmm. next one we tried was the Savoy. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Savoy. I think so, Savoy. So this is a traditional English Pub style s- apple cider. Yes, um, re- what,
1: which is the first type of cider I've ever had, like a yeah, Magners totally. or a Blackthorns, if you're familiar with those English pub style ciders that we have here in America.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say this one is really a poster child of the perfectly dry, crisp apple cider out of the UK. It reminds me of our college days, hanging out, playing darts at that divey Irish bar, drinking the you know like the thirsty Thursday special, like you said, the Magners, but they would pour it over ice. Remember that? It was so delicious. It was. Um, it was so so- so refreshing, but this one specifically uh, for me, I, I really enjoyed it. It had a bright gold color with a slight, it
1: was a beautiful color. It was pretty, yeah.
0: It had a slight haze to it, though, too. Um, and there's the there was a, again a strong red apple aroma and had the taste of that fun but familiar sparkling apple cider we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Except, obviously, this one's alcoholic, so it had a bit more of a funk to it. It also had this really interesting dried fruit, almost apricot finish.
1: Wow, wow. I didn't, you know, what for me, it wasn't all as complex is what you mentioned i did enjoy it's really juicy apple and some sort of straw notes that i would say maybe some rustic rustic vegetative flavors which i was really impressed with it had sort of an oily maybe i would almost say a musty finish but in a pleasant way in a again in a rustic way so it had more of a flavor profile than these magners and blackthorns traditional ciders that you've had from large label manufacturers, so this is worth Definitely trying. more if, fresh. Definitely more, well, definitely more, I, don't, I wouldn't even say fresh. It, w- it was fresh, but it also had some rustic notes to it, which okay. really I found impressive. So if you like a traditional English pub cider, give this a roll and see how it compares flavor profile-wise for you. See if it uh, blows your skirt up, because I enjoyed it. I considered it a little sweet but um, for what I typically like to drink, but it's still worthwhile.
0: Okay. So Hoxton was the next one we tried. And this is a black currant cider. Uh, this one had a really bright, hazy, dark purple appearance. Uh, I immediately picked up on the black currant on the nose. Um, but actually, yeah. I also got a bit of a cranberry on the nose as well. This one, though, I got a, the
1: cranberry. Yeah.
0: yeah, this one, though, tastes super sweet. Again, it It did have it did have a big berry flavor and on the finish i got this this whiny almost muscat grape flavor
1: i would almost agree with that yeah it was actually it was a sweet cider it is to me it was almost opaque in appearance i could not see through it so it almost looks like almost looks like you're drinking blood or something it was quite dark quite very dark beautiful color it was full-bodied with some tannic notes like from a from a current which you will which you will experience and um so that gave it a lot of fun qualities on the mouth feel and almost like Had some reminiscent of wine qualities to it on the mouthfeel. Had a lot of depth of flavor. Wasn't my favorite. I just don't love the flavor of currant altogether. So that just didn't sell sell it for me because of that, ultimately, because it's made with currants. But, hey, it's worthwhile. It's interesting. And, again, it had a more refined feel than so many other ciders I've had in my life. So good times for that.
0: Next one. uh, This one had a fun name, San Diego Jam. And it was a blackberry cider. I
1: feel like this one is really popular for them. When it's one of their favorites and one of their top, top sellers in their lineup, I think.
0: You throw San Diego in the name. You got then it. You people got it are, people are paying attention. Sure. Uh, this one has a vivid, pale purple color.
1: It had a beautiful mauve color. It was again, something that would be fun to serve if you are going with trying to get a, an aesthetically pleasing table happening. Yeah. Think of this. Yeah.
0: Interestingly for me, I I got some hints of honey on the nose.
1: I could see that. The
0: taste, not surprisingly, was very sweet <clears throat> again, uh, but but ripe blackberry sweet. Just that, ripe, mm-hmm. jammy
1: blackberry punching you in the mouth flavors like really juicy like that. So if that's something that and it was quite sweet but if that's if you like mm-hmm. a sweeter alcohol and with a little bubble to it, try this. This is this is jammy and fun.
0: Yeah, and I, I also got some unexpected plum flavor on on the finish.
1: I could see that. I noted I got some obviously blackberry, a hint of apple flavor from it. I really did pick that up as well. And it was I I noted candied fruit flavor. So maybe that would coincide with what you just mentioned. It was sweet but bright. Had some nice grassiness, some brambliness, which you might associate again with blackberry. So yeah, it was. It was fun. It was very, it was, it was sweet, too sweet normally for my taste, but for someone else it would be a a hit out of the park for sure.
0: Next up was the Marlin Spike. This one was a a pineapple and pear cider. Uh, Another one with that traditional pale, clear straw color. The Mm -hmm. smell I get on this one was sweet honeysuckle.
1: I'd agree with that one hundred percent, but the, with a little tropical essence whiff there too.
0: Honestly, a bit disappointing. Um, I don't know if it was just the keg or, or the pour or whatever, but oh. the flavor was a bit flat. Definitely less carbonation than the others. It could have been just the the style, but I, d- I definitely picked notice that right away. I just
1: didn't get as much pineapple as I was really mm. hoping would burst out, bur- bur- like burst forth toward me. I I noted that I got more pineapple than palate, and then pineapple on the palate. They were both distinctive there, but only one really popped
0: for me, right yeah well i mean i it was very sweet right it had that heavy pear up front but i i did pick up a pineapple finish for sure fair
1: enough they considered it a semi-sweet and but i call it in my book it's sweet so if you're if you run towards drier things you might you might not want to try this if you it might could be too sweet for your taste but again it was interesting and distinctive yeah for sure it's worthwhile if you love pineapple
0: all right, so the final two we tasted were fun. They were they were seasonals, uh, yes. referred to as the Road Trip Series. Part number. part of the Road
1: Trip Series. Yeah, Road yeah. Trip
0: Series number one and number two. Mm-hmm. And the first in the series was called Locals Only. A which Locals a, Only Citrus another, Cider. Another fun name, yeah. A, a citrus-style cider.
1: I love when it's for Locals Only. I love being like the insider when I'm trying some, some uh, craft booze. Good times.
0: And, and another one with a dull straw color. Um, Mm -hmm. But it did have a slight haze to it, which is always good. It it just means it has a bit more substance to it. It had a strong scent of lemon for me. And strangely, it also had some hints of pencil shavings. I don't know if that was just me.
1: Interesting. Maybe that's like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you get that on wine traditionally, right? Not necessarily on a cider. Maybe
1: it was like the zest of the yeah. citrus or something. Could, yeah, I could be off there.
0: But the, uh, it was pretty sweet as well. It had like this waxy red apple flavor and an orangey citrus finish. What did you think?
1: Well, you know, I didn't get any. I didn't actually pick up any apple in this one whatsoever. It immediately just reminded me of a lemon head candy, um, a little yeah. sweet for my taste yeah. again, but noteworthy because it's tasty, because it's bright, because it has a beautiful acidity that it finishes with. I found the, like, almost an oiliness, which I would think of when I try a tangerine, something I experienced on my palate with the finish of it. So, again, it was really unique, had such a better flavor profile than other ciders I've had. Um, hi, this would be an excellent vodka or gin mixer as well, if that's something you want to get into, folks. So oh, yeah, that's a good maybe idea. Maybe the locals only citrus cider. Try to find that if, if the Road Trip series is still... In circulation over there road
0: trip series number one the second of the road trip series is called scenic route this one was good uh it, it was a forest this is bear- one of my
1: favorites the scenic route agree right
0: yeah it was a forest berry apple cider with pomegranate sage and sea salt so very unique it had a, a bright hazy red appearance this really lovely herbal aroma of sage. Beautiful herbal aroma. I also yeah. picked up some basil and mint. It is slightly sweet, but actually way more well-balanced than the other ones I've mentioned that were sweet because it had that tart pomegranate, that yes. red apple salt, flavor. Yeah, and then exactly. really balanced everything. That salty finish at the end really just like- Really rounds it out. More, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely. I liked it a
1: lot. Yeah, um, again, one of the more beautifully colored offerings that we tried from our, on our flight. It was a beautiful mauve color again. So gorgeous in the glass. Um, I got some really bright, juicy flavors with some herbal notes. I got uh, definitely the grassy mintiness, the mintiness, especially that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the salt element. Like I said, it really rounded out the flavors, really made the flavors pop. This cider would be worthwhile to try. um, If you like a Goza style beer, I decided because again, the Goza style beer is traditionally, brewed with a local salt or a sea salt so again if that's something that you enjoy in a flavor profile give this guy a try
0: yeah it was very good so that was quick we we made it through all eight what did we end up going home with
1: we ended up going home with a four pack of the true lovers rosé cider and also two tall cans of the scenic route forest apple berry pomegranate sage and sea salt cider
0: and unfortunately for me they were out of the chili
1: Well, that was the final core for this episode of the Frequent Flighters Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we hope we made you thirsty for another in the near future.
0: Until next time, have a safe flight.